Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. Tonight is Thursday, September the 24th, 2015, and we're going to continue our study in Isaiah. And I do want to make an announcement since we're on chapter 56, and probably next week we'll finish this up. So that will be the conclusion of the Bible. We will have covered the Bible. And that was my goal when I started the show, was to get read the whole Bible and get through it and learn some things, which I have. But uh, next week will probably be my last show, and I'm just going to go back to uh, being a, a listener and uh, learning that way. So oh, um, okay. so that is going to be – that will be next week probably if we finish it up, which I'm sure we will. We probably – Okay, well, actually – I'm not sure if I can be around next Thursday or the following Thursday because I'm going to be at Feast of Tabernacles celebrations. So we'll have to put that off. Okay. Now, remember remember what I said. When uh, our shows end, the world's going to end too. (laughs) Are you sure you want to do that? (laughs) I don't don't think my show has... Has uh, has that much bearing on on the world? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> there's there's right. plenty of, plenty of good shows. There's yours. There's Pastor Dan's. There's uh, uh, Jeremy Visser's got a show. Um, a guy right. by the, I don't know if y'all have heard of uh, Dewey Tucker. He's he's got some good oh, yeah. um, good tapes out there yeah. too. So I listen to all of y'all, all of y'all, and. Um, and I, yeah. I, I like I like listening better than I do talking anyway. I'm not a you, as y'all can tell. I'm not a great speaker and I'm not a smooth talker. So I'm much better listening than I do speaking. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Okay. Well, the, uh, actually, I was th- I was thinking we'd be going into the apocrypha after this, but I, I'll leave that up to you. Well, okay. I don't have an apocrypha yet anyway. Maybe I don't know. Maybe uh-huh. down the road sometime I might, but. Um, Okay. Probably uh, not now. By the way, uh, you're invited to the Feast of Tabernacles in Southern Kentucky. If yeah, you want to join, I, I got your email and I answered um, um, Leroy online just a minute ago when you went to get something oh. to drink. And uh, oh. I, I don't think I'll be able to make that. That's probably about an eight-hour drive for me. And since I'm yeah. only off on Saturdays and Sundays. By the time I got up there and got back, I just wouldn't have enough time. But I appreciate yeah, the invitation. Right. I do appreciate that. Very okay, much. Very good. All right. So, uh, okay, so where where did we leave off in Isaiah? We are on Isaiah chapter 56. 56, okay. Yep. Very good. All right. Uh, well, let's go for it. All right, okay. here we go. Thus saith Yahweh, keep ye judgment and do justice, for my salvation is near to come, and my righteousness to be revealed. Blessed is the man that doeth this, and the son of man that lays hold on it, that keeps the Sabbath from polluting it, and keeps his hand from doing any evil. Right, okay, so do not pollute the Sabbath. And do not do evil. (laughs) Two, Two very good rules to live by. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, I, I forgot. I see uh, Camp Char is in the chat room. Uh, hello, everybody. Hello, Janet, uh, Celtic Warriors, Isaiah, Leroy. Uh, the uh, uh, Camp Char has a website for uh, a solar calendar and other ho- oh, a whole lot of good stuff. So um, maybe uh, she wouldn't mind uh, putting a link in the chat in the chat box so people can go there. And look at it. It's a really great website. Yeah, so, I, I think you put it up last week, and I looked at it. It's got a lot of information in it. I mean, uh, yeah. a lot of good stuff on it. So I, I would recommend everyone check that site out. Yeah, and uh, Pastor Dan actually wants to look at it too. So uh, you know, I will uh, forward the link to Pastor Dan. 
But, uh, okay, please continue. All right, verse 3. Neither let the son of the stranger that has joined himself to Yahweh speak, saying, Yahweh has utterly separated me from his people. Neither let the eunuch say, Behold, I am a dry tree. Okay. All right, okay, what is the uh, word for stranger here? Stranger here is... First, is it ger, or is it nokri? It is or... nekar. Nekar, okay. That nekar. is a non-Israelite. Non-Israelite. So yeah, neither let the son of a nekar, a non-Israelite, that has joined himself to Yahweh speak, saying Yahweh has utterly separated from his people. Neither let okay, so he shouldn't complain because he's already been separated. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Now there are times where nekar, nekar is a kind of a root word that uh, a, a Hebrew root word that survives in uh, languages like Hungarian and I believe also in German. Uh, and it means almost. It means not quite. It means, uh, you know, uh, n- n- not authentic. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's some some uh, this this stranger has some sort of tainted blood. It can be used in a um, figurative sense. An Israelite woman can. Uh, there's a couple of verses I'm familiar with. Can't think of them off of, of the top of my head. Where. Uh, well, an Israelite woman refers to herself as a stranger, as as if she were. But she's she's. It's a self-deprecating statement. It's not. Uh, it's not a literal. Not to be taken literally. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, so those, these words like nekar and nokri and nokri is the uh, either one of those two words could be the source word for Negro. Okay, meaning non-white, non-Israelite. Okay. So what is it he we're saying here in, in verse three, saying that this this stranger, not Israelite, um, saying Yahweh has utterly separated me from his people. Yeah. Is that a, so he's 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 complaining that we won't let him join join in the congregation. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think okay. that's a, I think that's what it means. Obviously, the translation leave something to be desired because the King James translators probably did not understand what was being said here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks, thanks uh, Camp Char. Thank you very much. Kingdomhereamerica.blogspot.com. Thank you. And I will forward that to Pastor Dan. He's, he's interested in looking at it. Yeah, so I think that's what's going on here. So why shouldn't, uh, you know, uh, in other words, don't let the son of a stranger complain that I'm not part of the congregation. <laughs> okay. We know from Deuteronomy, uh, Deuteronomy 23.2 that a, a stranger cannot enter into the congregation of Yahweh. That's, that's right. That's right. Okay. So they have no right to complain. That's Yahweh's rule. It's not ours. It's yeah. his. If they don't like it, too bad. <clears throat> so I think that's the essence of verse 3. They don't have any right to complain. Mm-hmm. Verse 4, For thus saith Yahweh unto the eunuchs that keep my Sabbaths, and choose the things that please me, and take hold of my covenant. And these eunuchs, I'm assuming these are just the the deported Israelites, right? Um, As it's spoken here in this context. I'm going to look up that word. Are you still there, Eli? Yeah. Okay. I thought I didn't hear anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, from an, I'm from an unused root meaning to castrate a eunuch by implication, valet, especially of the female oh. apartments, and thus a minister of state, chamberlain, eunuch, office. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty much uh, what we define eunuch as. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so five, now. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that in the New Testament, even in New Testament times, there were eunuchs. So, and apparently, some uh, some men volunteered. I can't imagine. Boy, that'd be painful. <laughs> right? But uh, some uh, some men actually did volunteer for this, even in New Testament times. <laughs> yeah. To each his own, right? <laughs> yes, each his own. Verse 5, even unto them will I give in mine house and within my walls a place and a name better than of sons and of daughters. 
I will give them an, an everlasting name that they shall not be cut off. <clears throat> okay. Also, the, the sons of the stranger that join themselves to Yahweh to serve him and to love the name of Yahweh, to be his servants, everyone that keeps the Sabbath from polluting it and takes hold of my covenant. Okay. Him, now what's the, yeah, what's the word there? Is it the same word? It's, it's stranger. Let's see. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Same word in the car. Okay, so again, this is more proof, just as we uh, discovered with the term beast of the field in uh, Jonah 3 8, because we found out that they're not Adamites, but they have vocal cords, they have hands and feet, and can, re uh, and, uh, can repent of their sins. Okay, so uh, Yahweh wants all races to uh, you know, uh, behave properly. Yeah. to be moral, you know, but that doesn't make them Israelites, and that does not make them the uh, the children of the covenants. Mm -hmm. Okay, so in, in other words, you know, because I had this debate with Fink and Emmerheiser. Well, don't you want if, if we have to have black people in the world, don't you want nice pe black people as opposed to murderers, <laughs> and rapists, and, and you know, and bludgeoners? I mean, come on, I mean. If we have to have them, they'll let them be nice, okay? Yeah. Let yeah. Them be moral, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, you know, so you know, I don't see how they could say no to that, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, our idea that Yahweh wants to destroy all the races except the white race, I mean, that's just, there's nothing in Scripture. The only race that's condemned, you mentioned them earlier, is the Edomites. Mm -hmm. They're the only ones who are only condemned by Yahweh. Esau, I have hated and he's not talking just about Esau the person. He's talking about his whole genome, his whole breed, you know, which we call mm -hmm. Jews today. Why would it, why would Yahweh have created created every race on the planet and then go and destroy all but one of them? It just wouldn't right. It wouldn't, yeah, doesn't right. even make any sense, really. As, especially since we're not all angels either. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. Verse okay. seven. Speaking of these strangers, even them will I bring to my holy mountain. Even them. them? Yeah, even them. And make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted upon mine altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. Okay. Well, this uh, this would have to be after the judgment day because, mm -hmm. uh, the, the, as you pointed out in Deuteronomy, their sacrifices aren't acceptable. And you know, the law was only given to Israel, and only Israel performed sacrifices. And, of course, the other races did it in terms of Baal worship and paganism, and they weren't really able to, you know, and still aren't able to have true religion, uh, as we call true religion, you know, true Christianity, as practiced by true Israelites. Okay, they're, they're not capable of doing that. But they can get close, and they can, they can be better people if they try than if they don't try. Mm -hmm. uh, verse 8, Yahweh God, which gathers the outcasts of Israel, saith, yet will I gather others to him. And this word others has been added by the translators in my yes, uh, yes. King James. Yes. Besides those that are gathered unto him. Okay, now guess, guess who he talks about next? <laughs> All ye beasts of the field, <laughs> come to devour, yea, all ye beasts in the forest. His watchmen are blind, they are all ignorant, they are all dumb dogs. They cannot bark, sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. <laughs> now he's talking about these Israelites. He said, "All right, come on, not, come on, you beasts of the field, devour my sleeping servants. They don't deserve mm -hmm. to live." That's what he's saying here. The okay. false preachers who we talking about here, probably. Yeah, exactly. Now, 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 wouldn't Yahweh be more angry with his own children who let him down exactly. than with the field who uh, upon whom he doesn't rely anyhow? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. He, he is definitely more angry with us. And he says, uh, and there's several verses that say when judgment comes, it will begin with us. It will yep. begin with the house of Israel. Yep. Okay? 
Uh, verse 11, yea, they are greedy dogs, which can never have enough. That sounds like the preachers of today. <laughs> that sounds like Joel Osteen. Sure does. <laughs> yep. And they are shepherds that cannot understand. They all look to their own way, every one for his gain, from his quarter. Come I mean, you, can name televangelist. you can name every televangelist out there. The, the, the statement would be true. Mm-hmm. Preacher, yes. Come ye, say they, I will fetch wine, and we will fill ourselves with strong drink, and tomorrow shall be as this day, and much more abundant. So okay, drink up, perfect. have a good time, and don't worry about anything. Parte, harte, as they That's say. That's it. <clears throat> okay. Chapter 57. The righteous perish, and no man lays it to heart, and merciful men are taken away, none considering oh. that the righteous is taken away from the evil to come. Okay, this reminds me of Pope Francis, who in in total hypocrisy got up in front of the world and said, oh, our bishops are helping the victims of sex abuse. The hell they are. They're (laughs) obstructing justice in every possible way. They don't have the slightest bit of compassion for the children who have been victimized by these priests. They have been hiring lawyers to fight against the victims, and and the victims' families uh, have to fight the church to get justice. What a hypocrite! What an absolute hypocrite that guy is. Uh, He's he's going to hell. (laughs) He is going to hell, and he ain't getting out. He's also uh, pushing big on this um, uh, these quote refugees that are flooding into Europe right now, too. Exactly, exactly. So he's a multiculturalist as well. Yeah. Yeah. He and Barbara Lerner Spectre ought to get together. uh, Yeah, right, exactly. (laughs) They deserve each other. (laughs) That'd be a marriage made in hell. Who knows? She may be paying him visits. We don't even know about it, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> Verse 2, he shall enter into peace. They shall rest in their beds, each one walking in his uprightness. Okay, peace and uprightness go together, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But draw near, But draw near hither, ye sons of the sorceress, the seed of the adulterer and the whore. Against whom do you sport yourselves? Against whom do you make? Against whom make you a wide mouth and draw out the tongue? Are you not children of transgression, a seed of falsehood, inflaming yourselves with idols under every green tree, slaying the children in the valleys under the cliffs of the rocks? Whoa! Yeah. Among the smooth the to- stones of the stream yeah. is thy portion. They they are thy lot. Even to them has, even to them hast thou poured a drink offering. Thou hast offered a meat offering. Should I receive comfort in these? Upon a lofty and high mountain hast thou set thy bed. Even thither wentest thou up to offer sacrifice. Now the same the Lord, would have the same would have to be said to the Christian Zionists who turn a blind eye to all the violence that the Jews are doing in the world. I mean, a total blind eye. Mm -hmm. I mean, they they can't be ignorant of the fact that the uh, Jews... Hold on, I have to unplug my phone so it doesn't interrupt the show. They they can't be ignorant of the fact that uh, they're just killing Palestinians and they're bulldozing their homes. They can't be ignorant of these things. But uh, they turn a blind eye to it. Called and willful so, ignorance. They don't want yeah, to know. Willful ignorance. They, yeah, right, that's right. <clears throat> yeah, it's amazing how a, a, a so-called Bible-loving Christian can can be in support of of bombing uh, uh, yeah. Palestinians, allowing one nation, one group of people to come in and, and literally steal the land from right. the Pal- where the Palestinians live and and take that land and then uh, bomb them and and. Butcher them on a daily basis. Yeah. Butcher them, yeah. 
Um, verse 8, behind the doors also and the post hast thou set up thy remembrance. For thou hast discovered thyself to another than me, and art gone up. Thou hast enlarged thy bed and made thee a covenant with them. Thou lovest right. their bed where thou sawest it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And thou wentest to the king with ointment, and did increase thy perfumes, and did send thy messengers far off, and did debase thyself even unto hell. Thou art art wearied in the greatness of thy way, yet said thou not, there is no hope. Thou hast found the life of thine hand, therefore you were not grieved. Right. It's interesting. Uh, I've been uh, uh, doing more uh, research on the American Revolution, uh, especially the history of the preachers, and uh, you know everybody who's been listening to my teachings knows about the Black Robe Regiment, okay? But the Black Robe Regiment was pre- preceded by a um, uh, a group of preachers who were still under the auspices of uh, Britain. Okay, the Anglican Church, although many of them, uh, they were trying not to revolt against the Anglican Church. They were trying to uh, maintain their freedom of religion under the auspices of Britain, but that became increasingly difficult. Okay, Uh, there was a group of preachers that preceded the Black Robe Regiment called the Jeremiah's. And uh, they named themselves after the prophet Jeremiah because they were uh, giving fire and brimstone uh, teachings and warning the people to obey uh, Yahweh's laws and to be you know, good, good God-fearing Israelites. And they, they compared themselves to Israel. Whether they actually understood that they were direct descendants of Israel is, is unclear. Uh, maybe some of them did, but not all of them. But uh, they definitely compared themselves to Israel. They called America the new Israel. Okay. So uh, anyway, they referred to Jeremiah as their, uh, you know, their, how should I put it, their example. But uh, they could have easily chosen Isaiah. (laughs) Right? I think think any of these guys, they could have chosen any of them. Yes. Yes. I think my my favorite of of all was um, he, he, he wasn't a, a prophet, but I like uh, John, you know, okay. um, the book of John. I, I enjoyed going through that. Oh, yeah. He was he was very direct and to the point. And, um, you know, Paul had a lot yeah. of good things, too, but Paul was so hard to understand. And uh, but John was very direct and, and to the point. That's right. <clears throat> Verse 11, and of whom hast thou been afraid or feared? that thou hast lied and hast not remembered me, nor laid it to your heart. Have not I held my peace even of old, and thou feared me not? I will declare thy righteousness and thy works, for they shall not profit thee. When thou criest, let thy companies deliver thee, but the wind shall carry them all away. Vanity yeah. shall take them. But he that puts his trust in me shall possess the land and shall inherit my holy mountain. So let your United States Army <laughs> comfort yourself with the United States Army or with the Canadian <laughs> Army or with the British Army. I will sweep them away like chaff. That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And you shall say, cast yeah. ye up, cast ye up, prepare yeah. the way. Take up the stumbling block out of the way of my people. Yes. For thus saith the high <laughs> and lofty one that inhabited inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place, and with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble, and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. What is that? A contrite and humble spirit? A contrite and humble spirit? Revive the spirit of the humble, and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, this is obscure history I'm I'm going into uh Celtic warrior. Uh but I will document it as I continue the series, uh, eventually continue the series on the Black Robe Regiment. Uh, that's uh, a study in itself. We have a couple of uh, videos on Eurofolk Radio on the Black Robe Regiment too. It's very good stuff. Very good. 
Yeah, the preachers, a lot of people forget the preachers were the ones that got the um, revolution stirred up. The American yes, Revolution. Right. <clears throat> but you'll never see that on TV. No, even, um, Lexington- e- e- even a movie that yep. I enjoyed, the, the Patriot, was the one that Mel Gibson was in. They made, right. the, they made the preacher out to be almost this kind of sissy side kind of guy. <laughs> you know, they always do that. Like, like today's preachers, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah, obviously. They made the colonists, the ones who wanted to fight, they made them seem like just a bunch of guys that hung out in the bar all the time and got drunk. When really yeah. it's just the opposite, yeah. you know. It, it was it was the preachers and the the men of God were the ones that were out there fighting. But they always do that on TV. The the goal is to always bash Christians or Christianity in some they way. Start, they always just start through history. And mm-hmm. the fact is, Black Robe Regiment were all the preachers. Lexington and Concord, those uh, militia regiments were led by pastors. They were led by pastors. It was the pastors of the American Revolution that started the revolution. And uh, that was, uh, what, in April April 19, 1775? It took Congress a year and a quarter to ratify what the pastors had started by finally declaring independence. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the Civil War, Civil, Revolutionary, American Revolution started a full year and a quarter before the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. And it Started by generals, and uh, you know, in fact, well, Washington got involved before the Declaration, but it was these pastors who who uh, you know, urged you know the uh, the colonists against the British Empire because of its corruption and oppression. Yeah, they were the driving force behind it. <clears throat> Mel Gibson must have thought they were just like today's preachers. <laughs> <laughs> It was actually a pretty decent movie, but you know, of course, that was that part was totally off, you know. But it was it was a decent movie. I mean, from what comes out of Hollywood, it was you know decent, better than a lot of crap that that comes out of Hollywood. Okay, let's see. Where was I? Verse sixteen. For I will not contend forever. Neither will I always be. Will I be always wroth? For the spirit should fail before me, and the souls which I had made. For the iniquity of his covetousness was I wroth, and smote him. I hid me and was wroth, and he went on forwardly in the way of his heart. I had seen his ways, and will heal him. I will lead him also, and restore comforts unto him and to his mourners. I create the fruit of the lips, peace. Peace to him that is far off, and to him that is near, saith Yahweh, and I will heal him. I guess he's speaking about the dispersed Israelites here, the, yeah, those sure. that are far Absolutely. off. Yeah. But the Absolutely. wicked are like the troubled sea, when it cannot rest, whose waters cast up mire and dirt. There is well, no they even Jews. Yeah, the, the, the Jews are uh, in turmoil these days, aren't they? They're, uh, you know, all of their wicked designs are starting to come back and bite them in the ass. And, well, uh, not they're, good they're, enough yet. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, waiting to really bite them. Yeah. See, they invited all these Muslims to, to institute Sharia law on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, <laughs> right? <laughs> Where all those Hasidic Jews live. <laughs> their, their wicked designs are going to come back to bite them. Mm-hmm. They will. We're, and we're going to be here to watch it happen. You know, isn't it amazing? All the refugees that are that are leaving uh, the quote refugees. We know they're more than just refugees, but they're, oh, they're right. going into yeah. Europe. None of them are going into Israel. Why don't? Why doesn't Israel want to help? Yeah, right. Well, because Israel is too small. Yet, uh, yet they claim all the Jews in the world are supposed to move there. Well, I wish they would. <laughs> I wish they could. Right? Why haven't they done it yet? If it's their land, go there already. Mm-hmm. Get out of our countries. Would be nice if they would all move over there, wouldn't it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, the Palestinians wouldn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the opposition. 
Yes, that day's coming though. They're, they're going to be going somewhere. You're going to be uh, wrapped up uh, like tares, bundled and burned. Yep. Mm-hmm. Verse 21, there is no peace, saith my God, to the wicked. Chapter 58, cry aloud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression, and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily, and delight to know my ways, as a nation that did righteousness, and forsook not the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinances of justice, they take delight in approaching to God. Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest no knowledge? Behold, in the day of your fast you find pleasure, and exact all your labors. In other words, okay, so they're, fast- doing this, they're being pretentious about it, the fasting. Okay. Yeah. But it sounds like to me. Yeah. He hasn't seen you because you've been just, you just been going right. through the motions. Right, well, just like the Pharisees, they would do, do things for public show, mm-hmm. right? So make a pretense of righteousness. Yeah. yeah. Like the Wailing Wall in Israel today? Yes, exactly. Uh, pre- yeah. <laughs> what they bob their head up and down or <laughs> hit their yeah. head in the wall or whatever it is they do. Exactly. And verse 4 confirms what you're saying. Behold, ye fast for strife and debate and to smite with the fist of wickedness. You shall not fast as you do this day to make your voice to be heard on high. Is it such a fast that I have chosen, a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head as a bulrush and to speak and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will thou call this a fast and an acceptable day to Yahweh? Is not this the fast that I have chosen, to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? Is it not to deal by bread to the hungry, and that thou and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house? When thou seest the naked, that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh? Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thy health shall spring forth speedily. And thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of Yahweh shall be shall be thy reward. Yes. Now this was actually accomplished in America during the first hundred years of our existence, when we were a truly Christian, uh, giving, law-abiding nation. America was blessed like no other nation on the face of the earth, while we were truly Christian. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're losing it because we're no longer truly Christian. They're just going through the motions. And but we got uh, we got a church on every street corner, Eli. I mean, right. Well, guess what? Those churches are empty. Don't <laughs> 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 go to those churches anymore. They're they're all crowded into these mega churches uh, where they have rock concerts by Megadeth. <laughs> and. And uh, there's, it's all you know. It's all the gospel of personal salvation, all promises by Joel Osteen that you know you will be healthy, wealthy, and wise if you just buy my books and, and listen to our sermons, <laughs> and uh, you know with, with nothing about the law, nothing really, nothing really about compassion, mm-hmm. nothing about justice, nothing. It's all it's really. The, it's a very yeah. selfish form of. Uh, Selfish. It is. Um, you know, it's it's all about me, 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 and what can what can God do for me? You know, instead of what can I do for God? Yes. How can I serve Yahweh? You know, instead it's uh, yeah. as Pastor Dan has said in the past. You know, they think he's a genie in a bottle. That's you know. Right. <laughs> Yeah, well, Bruce uh, Bruce Gorman says everything named Christian is evil. It's all evil. That's what it has become today. That's for sure. They've given Christianity a bad name. They really have. It turns a lot of people off, of, uh, oh, even wanting to to study the Bible because they say, "Well, look at how these Christians act. You know, look what they do. They're just a bunch of right. hypocrites, and and everything they nothing they say makes any sense." Uh, yeah, it turns right. people off. 
Right. And uh, they lay such a heavy emphasis on being born again, whatever that means. They can't even define what that means. Mm-hmm. And that's not what the verse says anyway. <laughs> born from above. It doesn't say born yeah, again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's, it's doo-doo Christianity. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we stay away. Yeah. Okay. That's why it's really so important for us to try to be good examples, you know, in how we behave, you know, in front of others. Because unfortunately, people look at you and think you're—I mean, you're a reflection of what they think of Christianity. That's right. That doesn't always mean that that's correct—a correct assumption for them to make. But it, people do right. think that, you know. Yeah, right. Well, in my case, I'm a racist. I'm a... <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> Me too. Right. <laughs> right. I'm right in there yeah. with you. <laughs> everything that uh, they think is evil. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, everything's upside down. What does it say, though, in the latter days? Good will be called evil, and evil will be called good. That's right, yeah. So, uh, by the way, I, I was uh, I was on the uh, uh, press TV uh, again last night. Uh, it's been a while you know, since they've invited me to be a, a host or I mean a guest on their t- live television show. But uh, they called me because they know I'm very anti-Catholic, and uh, I basically got up and condemned the Pope for his hypocrisy on the sexual uh, molestation cases that they've been. They're actually the Catholic Church is pandering. Uh, pandering, allowing their priests to molest children, and uh, they don't do anything about it. They don't punish this person anyway, anyway whatsoever. So, uh, and uh, Francis is a total hypocrite, and uh, mm-hmm. just blowing smoke when he says, "Oh, we're compassionate." No, the hell you are. <laughs> if you were compassionate toward these children, you would punish the perpetrators, and you would make compensation to the victims. Mm-hmm. They haven't done anything like that. Yeah. Haven't done anything like that. Yeah. I tell you, I wasn't saying that it was going to make people like you more, but it does. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does make a difference how you act. We're not out to get people to like us, but we are to be examples. We're not to go. Yes. I, I mean, we could. We're supposed to be examples for to represent right. Yahweh. Right. So yeah. I don't think that's nonsense yeah. at all. Yeah. What honesty and compassion and humility accomplish in the, in your day to day life, okay? And uh, 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 people notice, and whether they notice that you're a Christian or call yourself a Christian or not, they may not notice that, but they notice when you treat them well. Mm-hmm. They definitely notice when you treat them well, and it does have an impact in in their lives when you do that. Because, quite frankly, in today's world, most people get dumped on and mistreated. So mm-hmm. the, the person who treats them well is actually the exception. And so yeah. they appreciate it more. Yeah. Well, I mean, how, you know, how do you want to be treated? You treat other people the way you want to be treated. That's really, yeah. you know, all there is to it. <laughs> well, like, for example, uh, in, in my business, you know, I, I make uh, repairs. I'm a contractor. And... Uh, this one lady said to me, uh, man, I called five different people. You're the only one who showed up. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, right? They don't, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Right? That happens a lot with uh, with a lot of these uh, repairs. Places, you know, like air conditioning right. companies, you, you call them and, and they tell you they're going to be there at a certain time and they never show up. You know, right. But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being honest and, and, and treating other people the way you want to be treated. It doesn't mean you're a doormat. It doesn't mean, you know, anything of the sort. It just means you treat others the way you want to be treated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah um, it has nothing to do with being weak, but the evil people perceive that as a weakness. Oh, yeah. But, now, there are people yeah. who will try to take advantage of that, no doubt. I mean, you, you always have right. to keep your eye out on people, but... Still, we're supposed to be representatives of, of, of Christ and, and God and, and act like yeah. Christians. Right. Yeah, so yeah, so read verse six again. Verse six. You said verse six? Six, yes. Okay. Is not this the fast that I have chosen? To loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, that ye break every yoke? 
Okay, so he's talking about liberty, setting people free of, of their oppressors. That's mm-hmm. what that's what Christi- true Christianity is about. It's liberty. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep. Not I think that we're modern preachers know that. They don't know it at all. They do the opposite. They work for the enemy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're in it for the money. Those, pre- those <laughs> mainstream preachers are all in it for the money. Right. <laughs> you got to appeal to as many people as possible. You try to say everything to to appease everybody, which means never talking about the law because somebody out right. there has broken the law at some point. So you never mention that because you don't want to make them mad. Yep. Then they won't throw right. as many shekels in the plate. Yep. Uh, verse 9. Then shalt thou call, and Yahweh shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and speaking vanity. And okay. if thou draw out... Yeah, straighten up. When we as a people straighten up, then Yahweh is in our midst. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't you can't expect him, uh, the purest, to reside uh, in, in the cesspool, <laughs> right? The yeah. cesspool of the reality, you know? You're asking way too much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Verse 10, and if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity and thy darkness be as the noonday. And Yahweh shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make fat thy bones. And thou shalt be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. And they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt rise up the foundations of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of paths to dwell in. And, of course, this was accomplished by the white race in uh, taking, uh, taking the wilderness and turning it into a paradise. Europe, America, Australia, South mm-hmm. Africa, Canada. Maybe you should end Ireland. <laughs> Ireland is already or like that. <laughs> no, let's include Every, Ireland. Okay. Everywhere we've gone, everywhere the white race has gone, we've turned yeah. it into into uh, uh, civilized civilization. Yeah. By the way, I went to a, a restaurant in Chicago. I, I go there uh, every so often. It's called a Lucky Grill. And the the waitress said it's it's basically a a white uh, establishment, which uh, that's kind of rare in Chicago these days. A, a white restaurant with white waitresses and white staff, although the cooks were were Mexicans. And that's almost a given. Any restaurant in the city of Chicago, you're going to have Mexican cooks. In any case, uh, the waitress walks up to me and says, "You look very Irish." I said, "Oh, okay. Well, yeah." I'm, Part Irish, part German. Of course, I lied. <laughs> I'm full blood German. I, to my knowledge, I have no uh, nothing but German blood. So, uh, but uh, for some reason, she, she, she thought I was. I looked very Irish. Okay, okay, very good. <laughs> but uh, it's the same people. So, wh- why should I make a deal? Deal, big deal about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But um. Okay. I- I didn't. I thought you were part Irish. You, you're you're all German, though. Yeah, yeah, yes, pure German. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, of course, the, the Germans, you know, because Germans are Judah, and there's a lot of uh, you know the the other tribes that migrated with the you know, the Anglo Saxons. You know, the Anglo Saxons, and the Saxons are primarily Judah, with uh, you know large contingents of Simeon. And Reuben and a few others, you know, mixed in because they traveled with Judah, right? Even in the early days, mm-hmm. even in the twelve tribes, the, those three were uh, kind of cemented together and traveled together. So, uh, so Germany would be primarily those three tribes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Where was I? Verse thirteen. If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath doing my pleasure on my holy day and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of Yahweh, honorable, and shall honor him, not doing thine own ways, nor finding thine own pleasure, nor speaking thine own words, then shalt thou delight thyself in Yahweh, 
and I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth, and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob thy father. For the mouth of Yahweh has spoken it. Amen. Amen. Chapter 59. Uh, one day a week we're to do his pleasure, not our own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Is that so much to ask? I don't think so. No. And uh, really, I mean, it doesn't mean you can't do any work. I mean, we've been over that. It doesn't mean you can't help a neighbor or help someone move or whatever the case may be. It just means you can't do any work that you do to sustain yourself, to make money. Right, yeah. You know, that kind of work. Yeah, Yeah, well, obviously an ambulance driver, you know, there's there's exceptions. Even the, uh, the priesthood. Uh, had to work in the temple uh, on the uh, on the Sabbath because they had to keep the place up, right? So mm-hmm. uh, there's different uh, what do you call it roles, different roles, and so they, they would take their Sabbath on a different day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, every yeah, everybody can make a make make time one day a week, right? Unless, you know. Yeah. Right. Most everybody can, unless they're working, I guess, seven, have to work seven days a week, but I don't know. <laughs> what does Aaron Gobra mean? I know Aaron is the old word for Ireland. What is Gobra? What is that? Do you have an idea? I, gotta look that up. <laughs> I don't have a clue. <laughs> You're not Irish either, right? <laughs> that, means, that means have a shot of whiskey. <laughs> Right. Um, Chapter 59. Behold, Yahweh's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you, have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, that he will not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies, and your tongue has muttered perverseness. Mm. None calls for justice, nor any pleads for truth. They trust in vanity and speak lies. They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity. This describes modern Christianity. It sure does. Yep. They hatch cockatrice's eggs and weave the spider's web. He that eats of their eggs dieth and that which is crushed breaketh out into a viper. Their webs shall not become garments, neither shall they cover themselves with their works. Their works are works of iniquity, and the act of violence is in their hands. Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. The way of peace they know not, and there is no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths. Whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace. Therefore is judgment far from us, or justice, better translated. Neither does justice overtake us. We wait for light, but behold obscurity. For brightness, but we walk in darkness. We grope for the wall like the blind, and we grope as if we had no eyes. We stumble at noonday as in the night. We are in desolate places as dead men. We roar like all bears and mourn sore like doves. We look for judgment, but there is none. For salvation, but it is far off from us. For our transgressions are multiplied before thee, and our sins testify against us. For our transgressions are with us, and as for our iniquities, we know them. In transgressing and lying against Yahweh, and departing away from our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood. And judgment is turned away backward, and justice stands afar off. For truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. Yea, truth fails, and he that departs from evil makes himself a prey. And Yahweh saw it, and it displeased him that there was no judgment. And he saw that there was no man, and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore his arm brought salvation unto him, and his righteousness, it sustained him. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate, and a helmet of salvation upon his head. And he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing, 
and was clad with zeal as a cloak. According to their deeds, accordingly he will repay fury to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies. To the islands he will repay recompense. So shall they fear the name of Yahweh from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of Yahweh shall lift up a standard against him. We see that flood in Europe today, don't we? <laughs> enemy yes, coming in like a flood. Revelation the, twelve eighteen through 17, yes. Mm-hmm. And the Redeemer shall come to Zion, and unto them that turn from transgression in Jacob, saith Yahweh. As for me, this is my covenant with them, saith Yahweh. My spirit that is upon thee, and my words which I have put in thy mouth, shall not depart out of thy mouth, nor out of the mouth of thy seed, nor out of the mouth of thy seed's seed, saith Yahweh, from henceforth and forever. Okay. And we're continuing the tradition of speaking these words of truth, <laughs> right? So this prophecy is being fulfilled in us. It is. Mm-hmm. There aren't many of us, but we're, we're, we're out there <laughs> <Right>. doing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although I've seen more people waking up to maybe yeah. not to the to the Bible and to the to the to the Jewish problem, but they are waking up to the <clears throat> to the racial issues. I think. Mm-hmm. I, I was yeah. saying before the show, you know, a lot of people, like especially around here, because we have so many blacks around here, people understand the, the racial issue. But when you start yeah, bringing, yeah. talking about the Jews and, the you know, the ones who are really behind all of this crap, they kind of, you know, their eyes glaze over and they look like they don't know what you're talking about. They just don't understand right. the, the Jews. You know, they see Jews as just, well, they're just white people that don't believe Jesus, basically. It's what right. A lot of them think. Yeah, well, in verse 14, it uses the word equity, which is a far different word from equality. But this is how uh, a modern preacher, if he reads the Old Testament at all, would interpret it, equality. Equity is simply uh, even-handedness before the law, right? Uh, It's it's the same concept as uh, not... uh, giving favoritism to the rich or famous, etc. okay? You're all equal before the law, okay? Mm-hmm. No, no favoritism. And that's what equity means. It has nothing to do with race, okay, mm-hmm. as they foster it today. Yeah. Okay, okay. and Leroy has just put in, uh, if you want to go to Lake Cumberland, Kentucky, uh, I'll be there that, that weekend. I guess you heard my response before the show started. I, I don't think I'll be able to make it. I appreciate your invitation, though. I just That's a little bit far of a drive for me. It'd be about an eight-hour drive or more for me. Um, and I'm only off on Saturday and Sunday. So, But I, I appreciate the invitation. So hopefully he, he hears me. Okay. All right. Well, we have only about seven minutes left, so... Um... Uh, I guess we'll start uh, Chapter 60, but I, I don't think we'll get all the way through it. Well, uh, okay. Yeah, because uh, we have to end precisely at, well, for me it would be 9 o'clock because the, the broadcaster turns off automatically. So we've got like less than four, oh, less than five minutes. Something. Oh, actually, I got a note that we can go over five minutes, but uh, you know, let's, uh, you know, let's try to end right at uh, 9 p.m., or in your case, 10 p.m. Uh, so you want to start 60, chapter 60? Yeah, yeah. let's go into it because we have about five minutes. Okay. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of Yahweh is risen upon thee. For behold, yeah. darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But Yahweh shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Yeah. I'm sure verse 1 is the the, the source for the expression, rise and shine that the military uses all the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Verse 3, And the nations shall come to thy light, and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes round about, and see, all they gather themselves together, they come to thee. Thy sons shall come from afar, and thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. Then thou shalt see, and flow together, and thy heart shall fear, and be enlarged. 
because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee, the forces of the nations shall come unto thee. The multitude of camels shall cover thee, the dromedaries of Median and Ephah, all they from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense, and they shall show forth the praises of Yahweh. All the flocks of Kedar shall be gathered together unto thee. The rams of Nebajoth shall minister unto thee. They shall come up with an acceptance on mine altar, and I will glorify the house of my glory. Who are these that, who are these that fly as a cloud and as the doves to their windows? Surely the isles shall wait for me, and the ships of Tarshish first, to bring thy sons from afar, their silver and their gold with them, unto the name, and unto the name of Yahweh thy God, and to the Holy One of Israel, because he has glorified thee. Now this and has the, to be a very specific prophecy about the Phoenicians. And... Um, Oh, there's a lunar eclipse on the 27th. I'll, t- uh, I'll see if uh, I can take a peek. Thanks, Ethan. But uh, it should be up on Anglo-Saxon Israel very soon. I gave the article to the webmaster uh, to put up uh, in several slideshows. Uh, there's going to be a lot more slideshows going up on Anglo-Saxon Israel. Uh, many of the articles that have just been in uh, you know, word form are now being converted to slideshows as well. And uh, an article entitled uh, The Blood of Athalia uh, talks about the, the Phoenicians as being the descendants, of, mainly the descendants of the tribes of Asher and Dan. Asher being very specifically mentioned. And uh, ancient uh, historians have stated that the Phoenicians practiced circumcision. And only the Israelites practiced circumcision in those times. Although there were some Arab tribes, descendants of Ishmael, that practiced circumcision, but they were not sailors. So the only, there's only one possible group, namely the Phoenicians being sailors, who practiced circumcision, and that is Israel. Okay. Okay. These Phoenicians were Israelites, and this is what this verse is talking about. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Verse 10, And the sons of strangers shall build up thy walls and their king shall minister unto you. For in my wrath I smote thee, but in my favor have I had mercy on thee. Therefore thy gates shall be opened continually, they shall not be shut day nor night, that men may bring unto thee the forces of the nations, and that their kings may be brought. I think this forces should be better translated wealth, unto the okay. wealth of the nations and that their kings may be brought. For the nation and kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish. Yea, those nations shall be utterly wasted. Okay, here again. Only those nations that are against us takes us right back to Genesis 12, 3 again. Sure does, yep. I will bless those who bless thee, yeah. There is no basis for saying that the other nations of the world will be destroyed simply because they're not white. <laughs> on the other, on the contrary, Yahweh's continuous saying, they, we will have dominion over them. Mm-hmm. We will have dominion over them. But it's not going to be a dominion of uh, force. It's going to be a dominion of righteousness, and Yahweh, and actually in person of his son Yahshua, will enforce, with a rod of iron, will enforce Yahweh's laws upon the planet Earth through us. Mm-hmm. That's how it's going to work. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that that does it. Uh, we're right at 9 o'clock. <laughs> 9 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, Chicago time. Yep. yep. And so... All right, so uh, I will be gone for the next two weeks. So maybe, uh, you know, uh, three weeks from tonight, uh, I guess it's going to be the last show. We should be able to get through Isaiah. Okay? Yeah, we will do it. So, all right, very good. All right, excellent. All right, all right. thank you, Dan. Thank you. Yeah, we'll and we'll... See you next time. Okay. All right, Yahweh bless. Yahweh bless everybody in the chat room and praise Israel that we awake in these latter days. Amen. Amen. Good night.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.